Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we've got another segment of our Spirituality Tuesdays series, and we're going to be talking to Shaman Rye today, and Linda, I'm so excited. I get such a kick out of these shows. Um, This is our second shaman. We're like, you know, we're like flush with shaman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm anxious to hear what he has to say uh, today as well. Maybe he has some great predictions for 2015, Uh, you know. You think the world's coming to an end if you looked at the market and oil prices and 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 what's going on. So um, if we can get some insights on how to protect ourselves from all of this nonsense, that would be great. Absolutely, you know. And one of the things that I was particularly intrigued by, uh, you know, with Shaman Rai was that he helps people like um, you know get rid of fear and anger and pain and anxiety, and fill them more with joy and happiness. Which is kind of like you know my mantra for 2014. Like, how do I let go of all this stuff, move on, move forward? And you know, I think there's lots of us that have suffered because of the you know the financial crisis in the United States and um, just all these things. So I'm always game, you know, to try whatever or work with whatever, you know, to be happier, feel better, enjoy more. And, but before we do that, I want to talk to you about your event last night, because that sounds, you know, so fun. And I love that your intuition guides you on so many of your uh, journeys that you're taking now to help people. Yeah, we we had a great uh, Christmas celebration honoring women veterans last night. We had, I think we had a hundred people uh, come to support. Um, it was good food, good wine, um, it's good people, great makeovers. The women were beaming. They looked fabulous. They got facials and dresses and the hair and the makeup and, uh, they just, you know, they just loved it. And, um, they're always, they're always wonderful. It makes such a difference when you see them beaming and they, when they look in the mirror after, you know, getting this, this, this new look and they, they can't believe it's them. And I, you know, it, it really makes a difference. It's, it's the beginning of, oh my gosh, look at me. You know, I can do anything. <laughs> Well, and, you know, it's true, though, you know, especially with women. I don't know. I can't speak on behalf of guys, but I know that when I have to do a presentation or I have to stand up in front of a group of people for whatever reason, and the bigger the group of people, the better my hair needs to be. And if I, like, my shoes are not right or my dress isn't right or it doesn't fit properly or I just don't feel beautiful, it's hard to get up there and sparkle and shine. And and I don't know if I'm the only woman in the universe like that. No, Um, no. No, 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 no. We're all like that. <laughs> we've all we've all got that vanity streak, and we want to look. You know, we want to look as good as we can look. And um, 
That's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. And it is funny, you know, you say that. I was thinking about years ago when I was uh, speaking. uh, There was like a 5,000-person group down in Long Beach, uh, the Young Presidents, YPA, like Young Presidents of America. And they had me speaking up there. And I was like seven months pregnant with my kid and, and, you know, standing up there. And I had stuffed myself into this suit, you know, because it was the only, you know, Young Presidents of America, you know, um, suit that I could could fit into and all I could think of is oh my god I'm gonna pop out of the skirt like it's just gonna blow buttons off into the front row you know the whole time I was trying to present and I just couldn't get over it even though you know people would just go she's not fat she's pregnant she's clearly pregnant and you know but it was really distracting for me when there was something like that bothering me the whole time well, you know, we're our own worst critics, that's for sure. Nobody notices the things we notice. And I don't know if it's so much the way we look, about, and I think it's more about our energy and how we present. We were, we were really um, lucky last night because the uh, Veterans Affairs Commissioner for the City of New York came to our event, and she, she said a couple of words. Now, this woman is just, you know, she emits such positive, cheerful great energy that she got up and she talked like maybe for two minutes but she had everybody in the palm of her hand just because she was she she makes you smile just looking at her and you know she's just just big positive uh big high energy you know just uh, just lovely i mean i don't know how else to say it but that's what gets to to people and she's a great role model and she didn't have anything scripted because she she didn't even know she was going to talk she just got up there and said you know what she's doing for the city and, and women veterans and how beautiful the women looked and talked to them for a second and and that was it but i mean everybody she could have had everybody could have been eating out of the palm of her hand because she was that dynamic Right, she had that je ne sais quoi, that certain something. Yeah. And you're right, it has nothing to do with shoes and hair. But don't you think, no. like, I can have that je ne sais quoi, you can have that, but I have to have all my ducks in a row. Like, I have to be, like, primped and polished so that I could stand up there and shine. Because it's me that gets in my own way. It's not, you know, yes. it's not anybody else. Yes, and, and you know, and, and I'm learning as I go uh, because I'm doing more speaking now than I ever did before. And when I speak extemporaneously, I'm so much better than when I when I even prepare any kind of a note. Because if I pro, pro, if I do any kind of notes, then I'm looking at them and I'm saying, oh, I'm going to forget something or something. And I, you know what? I'm not going to have notes anymore because they. I think they hinder me, and I don't. I I think my enthusiasm and and what she had doesn't come through because I'm so busy thinking, oh, am I going to miss something? Well, yeah, because then it becomes a performance, not, you know, not natural. It's not authentic. You know, when you get up yeah. and you speak and you're talking about what you're passionate about, you're not worried about, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, what's the next point in my essay? You know, it's like, I'm not a teacher. Yeah. I'm not up there making a presentation. You know, I'm there to talk about, you know, whatever it is I'm there to talk about. And that's a much different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even if you're the best speaker in the world, uh, I, you know, if you're speaking extemporaneously, I think it is so much better. So uh, she would, you know, and she was terrific. So that, you know, that was that was a really lovely addition to our evening. People hung around for I don't know two and a half, three hours, and um, I, it was it was great, and it was so great. I was on cloud nine. So what did I do? I walk out of there. I get into a taxi to go home, and I'm looking for my phone, and uh uh-oh, my phone isn't there. 
So oh, then no. the rest, I, I, I broke out into a cold sweat. <laughs> oh, my phone, my phone. Um, and I, uh, but I knew it had to be there because I, I wasn't anywhere else. So I, I actually, when I got home, I called, uh, naturally the place was closed, but this lovely makeup artist that they have at Erno Laszlo Institute here in New York answered it. I said, Daniel, it's Linda Franklin, and I think I lost my phone. He said, is that the sparkly one? I said, yeah. He said, okay, I'll hold it for you tomorrow. I said, I'll be, what time do you open? He said, 10. I said, I'll be there at 10.01. <laughs> Wonderful. And I was, and I got, I got my little, my phone back. <laughs> Oh, isn't that the worst feeling, too? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, as I said, I knew it wasn't lost. But even because I knew it wasn't lost, it just, you felt like, oh, my God, my phone, you know? Well, yeah. Well, and it's like, I wonder if, like, these psychics and mediums can find their lost phones. <laughs> you know, like, if they, do they lose stuff like the rest of us? I mean, it's too bad we don't have a psychic that, on the phone because I would love time. to know if they do that. And it was the first time I had ever done anything like that, but I took everything out of my purse. And I had two little pockets in my, in my pants, and I, I put cards in my pocket. I put the, the cell phone in my pocket because I wanted to take pictures. And then I, I had my little, my, my little speechy, which I shouldn't have had in the first place. I put it in my pocket, and then I, afterwards, I couldn't sit down because it was right in those high-end pockets. So I went back where my purse was and unloaded it. And then I, you know, so I unloaded the cards and everything else, and I left the cell phone on the little table there. So, but all's well that ends well. And we collected uh, some nice money, nice donations. People were very generous. So, so it worked. Well, and I think things are easing up, you know, even though the news is always doom and gloom, and I get it, you know, you've got to sell, you know, newspapers, so you got to sell that doom and gloom aspect of it. But, um, you know, the thing that's neat about it is I really think, um, you know, people are starting to move and change, you know, in ways that haven't happened in, in a long time. Yeah, I think people are, are becoming more conscious. Um, and we do see need some consciousness uh, in the world, that's for sure. So I'm anxious to hear what uh, Shaman Ray has to say about it because there, there is there is a shift. I mean, it, it's a very subtle shift right now, uh, and a lot of people they're still walking in the dark, but there are more and more people, you know, heading toward the light. I think. Well, yeah, and I I don't think it's as, you know, like when we started these shows a couple years ago, you know, when we talked about spirituality things, it was more like, like, oh, well, we're the fringe part of the population when it turns out that, you know, we're actually, um, you know, we're actually the norm these days. I, I hear a lot of conversation about the global shift, about the change in, um, you know, what's going on. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming more mainstream. Well, you know, on, on Sunday at morning at 11 o'clock Eastern time, I'm glued to, uh, Oprah and, and I listen to her Super Soul Sunday. And I, I, you know, I love those shows because when I'm listening to that, I'm, I'm peaceful, I'm quiet, and I get these nuggets of, of, of things that maybe I hadn't thought of before. And I think that that's, they're just so, they're just so wonderful. You know, just these, these, conversations that she's having with some of the great leaders um, in that area. And, I, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I do, too. And it always gives me something practical. You know, it's funny, as, as airy-fairy as these topics are, it always gives me something oh. practical to take away that I can use. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, there's, there's lots of techniques on how to get what we want, but uh, we have to be open to them. And I think more and more shows like ours, 
and others are, are helping make that happen. Amen to that. Okay, I'm going to take us to commercial break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Shaman Rai. And Shaman Rai is a psychic, a medium, a healer, and a medical intuitive. And we're going to talk about how he can help us open our lives with less pain, anger, fear, and anxiety, and create one that's filled with more joy and happiness. And I'm going to add success and money onto that, Linda, because that never hurts. Uh, (laughs) When we come back after the break, Shaman Rai. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author and intuitive, Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and we are going to be visiting with Shaman Rai this week, and I'm so excited to ask him, you know, do you just wake up in the morning, Linda, and decide you're going to be a shaman? Is it a calling like a priest? I mean, how do you get from, from you know, where you are to, to being a shaman? So I'm going to open up the conversation right to Shaman Rai. Uh, shaman, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to ask you. So did you want to be a shaman when you were a little kid? Like, was that your Halloween costume? I'm going to be a shaman. Or did this evolve later in life? How did this happen for you? 
Well, uh, first, before I even get into that, I want to acknowledge something, because um, as I sit here, I had various visions, but I also felt your energies, and you were talking about that woman in New York. I want you to know that you generate really positive energy, and I feel it on my tongue when I feel that kind of energy coming in, and it was really very soothing and very very strong from, from you, so I just want to acknowledge that. But to answer your question... Um, no, in fact, I fought it for a long time. Um, to, to give you an idea, I mean, I, when I was very young, I had psychic abilities of various kinds. Um, when I was about four or five, my mother's mother passed away, and my mother was sitting uh, uh, in, uh, you know, sitting uh, for to memorialize her, and my grandmother came to me, and I felt her on my shoulder. And uh, I looked at my mother, and I knew I couldn't tell her at that point. Then over the years, I had many visions, either through dreams or things that actually occurred. Uh, I, would, I would have a psychic feeling. And one of my fun ones was I was standing – I'm from New York, and I was standing outside the candy store. I was in – I think I was in high school at the time. And we were listening to the Mets game, and at that time, Willie Mays – was playing center field, and all of a sudden I yelled out, he's going to do a triple play, and the next thing he did was a triple play. So um, those kind of things happen, but uh, and then as I really got into meditation, and a psychic told me I came into the world being able to meditate and was doing that at a very young age, but I more formally, when I got into graduate school, I was sitting down and meditating and did that for many years. And as I did that, I opened up more and more and was able to get many, many dreams and visions, one of which actually saved my life because I was uh, I, I saw a vision of me driving a car and a car in front of me slid backwards um, into a parking lot. And if I hadn't been warned by that, I would have actually done that event. A car it happened where there was black ice, a car was in front of me, I stayed back, and I rolled into it. So it, I always had the urge, the connection with God. I, I come from a Jewish background, and when I was very young, I wanted to be a rabbi. I learned many years later that that was actually because in my last life I was a rabbi, actually in a concentration camp. And so I've had that for many, many lifetimes. I've been a Himalayan, uh, a monk in the Himalayas, um, and, and so forth. Uh, I, I've been a, a Jesuit priest. I've had many spiritual lifetimes where uh, I, I've devoted myself to, to, to truth, basically. But what happened was um, I was in a course down in South Arkansas at a place called Peace Valley, um, and, um, and uh, I was standing out on the porch and a couple of the people in the course drove up, and one of the women in the course, we communicated by phone before. They, we'd never seen each other. And she all of a sudden said um, to her higher spirit, you know, who is that? And she was told, shaman, and it was me standing out there. And that weekend was a breakthrough weekend for me because I had been refusing – I had received guidance that I was to use my ability to help others, and I was refusing to do it. And I received several signs that weekend, and I finally surrendered. And when I surrendered, my abilities exploded in so many different directions in terms of healing, in terms of psychic ability, communicating with the other side. It just blossomed. But I feel that – 
for me, since it was never my goal, it was really something that was developed in past lives or parallel lives through my spiritual work over all the lifetimes. And I know many of my my lifetimes, I know those. And I knew one since I was a little child. So, no, I never had this goal. I was like an ordinary person, you might say. (laughs) An ordinary Jewish uh, bar mitzvah boy. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you had had those abilities as you're sitting, uh, standing up there doing your Haftorah, you would have blown the audience's mind. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, who knows what what could have happened on that day, you know? My my son, the shaman. (laughs) (laughs) Are you... you are you Go still ahead. in New York, or did you move no. on to other parts of the country? No, I, I went from New York to New Jersey to Florida to Arkansas, where I am now. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. when you when you when you get these, so you see things. I mean, I I have friends that you know when they say that they're kind of communicating. They I said, well, are you seeing something? Are you hearing something? And they say, no, it's just it's a feeling. I can feel the energy, but you're saying you actually see something like a oh, vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. As as you were doing the first uh, segment, I was the way I work, my eyes are always closed. And that way I can literally see it uh, like through my third eye. I hear it or I will feel it in parts of my body um, and uh, or I'll just get the intuition or things will just flow out of my mouth that I just can't believe. And it turns out to be accurate. And but my primary sense is the the seeing it, because that's that's the one that the, I I don't know. That's the one that I was born with primarily. And it's and it's powerful. I'll tell you, for example, that while you were talking earlier in the show, I don't know what this means to you. But do you, you remember in Cinderella how she she uh, swept the floor in this long kind of gown? That's the yeah. vision I had for you, Sandra. And then. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you meant me. OK, <laughs> I'm glad you're sweeping, Sandra. You sweep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so me. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then the other vision that I had for Linda was it looked like it was the Statue of Liberty, the uh, lantern in it, but it wasn't. It was actually, um, it was something that looked that that somehow coffee crumbs or something were poured into this this la- this lamp or something like that. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I, we would have to talk and find out what that means to you and stuff like that, but somehow they were communicating something about each of your personalities or or things that are on your minds in some way. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you're a sweeper and I'm coffee, I'm coffee right. <laughs> well, no, I have to tell you, Shaman, that funny thing that you bring up the Cinderella thing, because, um, you know, in my life, my joke is like, I'm Cinderella and then my son is Maxarella, because, you know, certain things have happened to us over the past couple of years that I can keep saying like, well, someday my prince will come and, you know, I'm just getting through, you know, and I feel like there's the, the, the evil stepmother and the evil, you know, the, the evil father. And, and it's just, it was, it was alarming when you said that, how that, that fit, you know, so well. And Cinderella is my uh, little son, my younger son's favorite movie. Wow. So um, I got to tell you, that was dead on balls accurate. Like just boom, right there. And well, you I, see, I could- Go ahead. Go ahead, Linda. I know. I was just going to say I could see actually the Statue of Liberty too, because my my uh, organization for for women veterans is Shining Service, and then what does what does that what does the lady in, in the in the mm-hmm. down, downtown do? I mean, she holds that torch that, that's shining all the time. Exactly. Mm. 
Yeah, and and um, and what's important here is you know it's great. It's just connecting, you know, initially. And what I was told as I as these abilities really opened up is I had to trust everything because you know to me you know all of a sudden Cinderella, what's this all about? But and sometimes people don't connect, get what I say to them initially. But I tell them go back and think about it. And I had one client the other day. She was having issues with her nose and with her uh, with her intestines and she was told to stop eating certain foods and later on um, uh, she spoke to me and she said you know at first I didn't know why you were saying that since I had lost 60 pounds I changed everything I'd eaten and then as she started to write down what it was that she was eating she saw that she was slipping back to all those things that Spirit had told her to stop eating again. So sometimes the information doesn't connect. I'm glad it connected with both of you initially. Sometimes it takes some work to figure out what the message is really all about for people. Wow. A lot so of fun. It, it is a lot of fun, but I bet, like, you know, like, God, do people invite you for dinner and expect you to, you know, dance like a monkey going, okay, we're going to bring Shaman Rai over? Because, you know, I see heaven at my house all the time just to hear what's popping in your head. No, no, thank goodness. And I actually, and it doesn't happen unless I open myself up to it. Like, before the show, I sat down and I said a prayer first, and that's what I always do before a session. I say a prayer that's you know calling on the various aspects of the divine and ask them to help me uh, provide information that's for a person's highest good and that they can understand you know that, that that they can receive in a way that's acceptable to them because sometimes you know you mention fear anxiety you know all of that you know sometimes there are situations that come up and I have to deal with them in the careful way how I present it to them so that they don't suddenly shut down be- out of uh, you know, as they're confronted or presented with the information about their life. And, uh, but when they do, it's beautiful when they're able to receive it and they're able to uh, do what's necessary to release it. You know, you, you're talking about, you know, pain, fear, you know, and this time, you know, you, you raised a lot of great questions during the opening and I hope, it, you know, we can, we can deal with all of them, but what, um, you know, talking about the future, you know, I, I see a lot of changes in the world. I see marches in New York City of 40,000 people. I've now seen two of them that the main major media only covered one of them. And that was about the boy who was killed, but not about the changes that are necessary. So people are standing up for their rights, and they're not, they're not kowtowing as much to the people in authority, if you'd say. So I see that as a real positive change that's, that's here coming even further and i think i'm going to cut you off here because we're going to come back after the break this is powered up talk radio with beck and franklin and from coast to coast we've got you covered with everything about money sex beauty love uh anti-aging and now we've got our spirituality tuesdays that come up every tuesday at three o'clock pacific six o'clock new york time when we come back from the break we're going to talk more with shaman rye about what he sees happening in the world and where he thinks the world is going and and things that are happening and for those of you that missed the first half of the show check us out on itunes at poweredUptalkradio.com. you can also find us on our personal site www.poweredUptalkradio.com, or you can check us out at toginet t-o-g-i-n-e-t.com for over 100 hours of insightful fun and family-friendly programming more after the break 
right? I'm Linda Franklin. After these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And as promised, we are back with Shaman Rye. And before we went to break, Shaman, you were talking about some of the uh, visions that you had uh, coming for our coming year and the changes that you're seeing happening. But before we delve into that, Linda, you have a great question that I think needs answering before we move on. Okay. Um, in your visions, if you're if you're talking with a client of yours, um, and you something comes in to, that you see that's really you know not a, a thing that you know. I mean, like a bad thing, like a death or an illness or or whatever. Um, do you tell them or do you kind of sugarcoat it and um, hold hold it back? Well, it depends on what what it is that we're talking about. Um, I. Um, for example, um, there was a situation, I was once doing a group of six sisters, we were doing a group session, um, and, um, and at the end of it, the, one of the sisters asked me about her husband, and she specifically said something about, uh, I, had over, I had seen that he was in very bad shape, his kidney and liver were not working well, and she, she admitted he was an alcoholic and this was going on, and so she knew 
that something was coming. And she very specifically asked me, how long will he live? And at that point, I told her that it would be less than a year because she asked me a very direct question. What happened was about four months later, three months later, she had another session with me, and the man was in very, very bad shape. Um, I could see – I see remotely. I'm able to see the body remotely, and I could see his stomach was in, uh, bloated. His legs were all swollen. His heart and liver were in terrible shape. And she again asked me, how much longer has he gotten? In that case, again, I answer directly if they ask me a very direct question like that. However, I, I do have come across a lot of situations where people have been abused. And usually spirit first says to me the word abused. They don't tell me what kind of abuse initially. And that's probably to help me break the person into it. But, for example, earlier today I had a woman where um, – she, her home was being broken into, th strange things were going on, and um, Spirit actually said to me the word rape. And I wouldn't say that word to her directly. Instead, I said to her something about, I had the feeling that somebody had been in your bedroom. And she said, yes, 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 I feel like somebody has drugged me. And at that point, I said, because she was aware of that much, I said, Spirit has told me that you had been raped, and she says, yes, I could very well do it. So I have to kind of feel where somebody is and whether or not they're ready to handle that information. I find that a lot of people who have been abused, either physically, uh, emotionally, uh, sexually, um, most of them have a sense of it, and as long as I bring it in, and usually spirit just guides me. You know, the way I start a session, if somebody has questions, I say, well, throw all the questions out. Spirit will decide how we're going to attack all these, and they throw them all out in spirit and provides me the answers in the order that they want to provide it to guide the person to where they want to go. You know, I, I don't do anything. I'm really just a conduit, mm -hmm. and so I don't think, I don't, you know, I sometimes I've got to try and figure out what the symbols mean but that's about it otherwise i don't really uh you know i don't i don't i'm just uh something for for spirit to work through basically but i do handle it really carefully and one of the things i i'm very cognizant of is that um a number of people a lot of people that i work with have gone through things where they have lost their personal power. And this is really important to me because I know when I was younger, I had lost my personal power also. And the way I get that is I feel it in my solar plexus, in the stomach area. I can feel their tightness. And I'll say it to them. You know, I had a woman yesterday who was very, very blocked in her solar plexus. And also they tend to not have – I get a hit in my throat, which indicates – it, usually that their throat chakra, that they can't verbalize, they can't say what's really truth for them. And so I have to work with them. And what I'll do is I'll send light into those areas if I'm guided to do that. And then I will start to see the visions like I saw for both of you. I'll see the visions of what it is, the memories that are being stored and causing the loss of power in those areas. And then we work on restoring the power by transmuting and removing those memories through divine light and taking them up and, and then giving them homework. Usually forgiveness work is very important in most of these situations. So I'll stop and breathe for a second. <laughs> so when... 
<laughs> when these things come through to you, like, do you, like, you have to dig them out? Like, or do they just, like, if you're in the grocery store and, you know, because I'm fascinated by this stuff, you can tell. I mean, if you're in the grocery store and you're standing behind someone, do you get readings from them? Or do you, like, like you said today, you prayed and then, you know, you, you let the visions come through. Like, is it like a TV you can turn off or do you get unwanted things sometimes? No, I, I, I... I have to turn it on. If I don't turn it on, I usually don't get anything, um, you know, unless it's somebody who's close to me, like my partner or something like that. If if I feel something going on, you know, I, I can I can do that. I was once somewhere else and I could see something and I knew that that was affecting her physically. But most of the time, I don't open up. I don't I don't want to be open. I don't want to take all of everybody's stuff into me. Um, you know, I only want to do it during that time when I know I've called in protection. And um, so, no, it's okay to shake hands with me. Okay. And do you talk to dead people? Yeah, oh, all the time. Did did several of them today. Um, oh, and, was and one that's... of them my mom? <laughs> no, I don't know. But, <laughs> but, you know, the thing about that is um, – when they come, when first of all, uh, sometimes I have to have a person say the first name, but very often, uh, as soon as they say that they want to see somebody, they come through. And the fascinating thing is, the person comes through and gives me a symbol that is significant to their life and that the person's going to rec- recognize. For example, today a woman wanted to speak to her grandmother, and the grandmother—I didn't see the grandmother right away, but I saw a dog with a with a light. You know, and I described that to the to the woman and she said, absolutely, that that's my grandma. There's and but what it turned out was I saw a live dog. There was a certain dog statue that they had that had been passed on from the grandmother. And that was the symbol. So we knew we had connected with connected with the grandmother and then we can go on and talk from there. So if I said my mom's name is Gloria, you can just kind of percolate on that for the show because um, I miss her terribly. And, and if something comes through, feel free to, you know, fire it, fire it over here because that, okay. that would be just fabulous. Okay. Um, Linda, did you want to ask the next question or should I keep going for my own personal shaman uh, experience? No, no, I want to I ask a question. <laughs> Cindy, I want to ask a question, Cindy. No, well, I, you know, I have a friend and he also turns it off because if you keep it on, on all the time does it when you do a reading um even though you're asking for protection does it take something out of you do you i mean i've seen it on television i've never actually seen it i guess in healings too where you actually take on the pain of of the person that you're healing yeah i i don't take on the person's pain i may feel it or um usually I'll feel it like the solar plexus example I gave you, or yeah. my vision will open up and I will see a part of the body and see what's going on in that. For example, uh, another client had uh, an issue. She couldn't move her pinky and thumb, and and she thought that it was her uh, her cuff, her uh, – what is that Rotate. called? The rotator, rotator cuff. Yeah. Rotator, yeah. Yeah, and so spirit brought me into her arm 
and I could see the tightness. I saw this light in her arm all the way from her elbow up to her shoulder, and then there was tightness from her neck to her shoulder. But I inspected everything, and there was nothing wrong with it. And, and so we knew, you know, I was guided to know that it was an emotional problem. And as soon as I said to her, it's all about control, she said, absolutely. That's what happened. Some projects stopped, blah, 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 blah. So um, – I don't have to take on another person's pain. Uh, that's okay. not necessary. What I do is to remove the pain, I will bring in the I will call on Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Jesus, Mother Mary, to bring in the divine light to that spot. So, for example, a woman had a lower back pain, and she wanted that taken care of, and all of a sudden the divine light came, and they put a column around her lower back. I could see the column that they did, so they're doing it, not me, but I call them in to do the work and she didn't have back pain until the emotional issues came back and we had to talk it through and I had to show her that it was the emotional pain that was causing it and how for her to not let those thoughts get stuck in her. Everything is energy and our thoughts are what are causing the dis-ease in our body by stopping right. the flow of energy. That's basically right. what's going on. Right. Yes. Well, I think you're uh, right on with that, Shaman, because the 10 years that I was married to a really like angry and controlling man, I could never speak, like I could never say what I wanted to say, you know, without being criticized. And I, I always had such like pain and stiffness in my throat area, like, you know, my, my neck stuff, like, like a headache in your neck, I used to call it. It was the weirdest thing. And then, you know, I get divorced, I move on with my life and, you know, I get on this radio show and all that stiffness, all that stuff has disappeared and it was like magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your energy is flowing freely, and that's what's coming through. That's what I was saying at the very beginning, that I'm feeling your energy is coming through here because you're, you're both very alive. Your energies are flowing, you know, nicely, and that's what's going out to your listening audience. That's cool, and then you have nice energy. Mm. So, how, so how, do, I mean, how do people, do you do most of your readings um, on, on the phone? Yep. Yep, yeah. remotely. I don't need to be near anybody. Um, very early on, I used to be right there with people, and uh, but now it, it, I don't need it at all. I, I'm able to do everything I could do in the physical presence. Uh, it's like we're, they could be a million miles away, and they'd be sitting right in front of me. And this is, this yeah. is your full-time occupation now. This is what you do. This is who you are. This is who I am. Yeah. Okay, I need to take us to commercial break, you guys. Uh, so I got to break up the love fest. This is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin on Powered Up Talk Radio, and we are visiting with Shaman Rai today. And you can find him at his website, S H A M A N R A I, just like it sounds, shamanrai.com. And it's fun. You should go check it out. Um, we're going to visit more with him after the break. We're going to see if any messages from my mom come through or any other visions that Shaman Rai has to talk about. And as promised, we're going to get his. Predictions for 2015. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. 
This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and we're visiting today with Shaman Rye. We're getting the ins and outs, the good, the bad, the ugly, the dirty, the fun uh, from Shaman Rye on what it's like to have uh, psychic abilities, to be a medical intuitive, to be able to read people and uh, get messages uh, from spirit, as he put it. Um, I'm so excited, Shaman, because this is it's very rare that we actually get to talk to you know, a person who, who does this professionally, does this for a living. And when you work with people, have you ever had an experience where you get nothing? Like it just <laughs> falls like a dud. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you see these people on TV and they're always like, oh, I'm reading and everything's flowing. Like what about what's a bad day for a psychic? Yeah, a bad day. I've had a few of those. And um, somebody will come. Um, I used to do psychic fairs and uh, people would come and sit at my table. And on this one day, I was in Oklahoma, and um, one lady comes over to me, and um, she sits down, and all I, I start to try and read her, and her energy was completely blocking me. Now, she was blocking me, I know, on purpose, because I could see the energy, but I couldn't get in around it. Turns out her father's a shaman and had trained her and how to block herself, she was, so she was playing me. So that's one way. But the same day, a lady sat down and absolutely no energy flowed between us. So I just tell them, you know, I say, you know, we're just not able to connect. And, you know, and, and we go 
on from there. You know, it's not a session. Um, I've had people who um, there was a gentleman who came to me um, and his father was an alcoholic. He wasn't an alcoholic, but he had pancreatic uh, cancer and uh, he wanted a healing and I could not get a feel for his energy at all. I, there were certain things that came up, but his energy was flat. There was nothing moving there, and I could not really truthfully connect. And his girlfriend, I couldn't connect with at all. I take it that Spirit is saying, no, this is not for you to get. This is not for you. You're not supposed to be connecting with these people. And I say, fine, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but when, before you do um, a reading uh, on someone or try to help them, do you have to ask permission from their spirit guides uh, to do that? Um, if, they're, if they're coming to me, then, then they're giving me permission. Now, if somebody wanted me to work on somebody else, I would have to go and ask the higher self if I could come in. But I cannot go and change somebody else's intention or purpose, you know. Um, you know, like my brother had a procedure and he, he was hurt during the procedure. And my mother came and told me about it. Well, all, I was able to go in and look and see what had actually happened. Punctures had been had happened, and I could tell my mother about it, and um, later on they went in and they, they found it themselves and they corrected it. But uh, I was called in in that case, and but I've been asked by people, and this is not one of the fun things for me, you know, a boyfriend's going to ask, you know, about a girlfriend, you know, could you go and, and do it? And, and I did in the very beginning of the work, I would go and, and communicate with that higher self of that other person, but I've learned not to do that. I just will not go in, and I will not do any healing work or anything without communicating with the higher self of the other being. Right. I, well, I think that makes sense because then it's sort of it's sort of an invasion upon that person if, if they're not ready to accept it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but you know, most people. Uh, it's funny because the client yesterday, where her, I saw her into her solar plexus, and then all of a sudden it closed. It blocked me out. And you know, I talked to her about what that meant, um, which basically is that she kind of opens to people initially, but then she puts up this tremendous protective barrier, which she knew. She 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 acknowledged that that was what was going on. But she started to say to me, "But you know, you didn't ask me permission." to come in and I said wait a second you're my client here and and you came to me for assistance and I told you that I was going to look into your solar plexus and and so you gave me permission by coming to work with me today and I always tell them what I'm doing and I always tell them what I'm seeing and so it's a it's an open conversation and during any session somebody can ask me a question in furtherance you know it's not like I'm in um, uh, in, in a somnambulistic state. I'm not sleeping in any way. I'm, right, I'm, or like a trance. Yeah, exactly. I'm totally conscious of what's going on. I just go really deep into myself and, and see and feel everything that's going on. Great. I mean, I'm so excited to, to hear, like, I want to hear your predictions for sure, but I want to hear, has there any other images or any other things come through, you know, while you were, you know, while we've just been talking on the air together? Has anything come through to you about either me or Linda? And then we'll move on to your predictions. Not really. I started to try and tune into your mother. You see, I, I need to... I. 
you know, I can't be conversing while I do while I do it because I really focus inside myself. So I started to try and, and communicate with your mother, and somebody uh, said something to me. I said, "But how do I know you're her mother?" And I don't know if your mother used to say to you something like, "No, no, 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 no." But anyway, that's that's the main thing that I heard. Well, she's so, probably telling you to pay, pay attention because my mother always told me to pay attention to one thing at a time, not three. <laughs> and exactly what I asked you to do was three things at once. Like, come on. The radio talk with us answer questions give us your predictions oh and by the way <laughs> I'm my dead mom yes. <laughs> but um you know in terms of predictions you know part of this it's not necessarily um visions that i've had um although i did have a message from archangel michael and you know basically archangel michael has very clearly said that don't worry about isis don't worry about ebola your freedom is coming now. And I, I feel that so strongly that the world is literally changing, that those who used to enslave us in various ways, they've, lo- they've lost their power. I feel the economy is about to change in a major, major way. I know that I feel like we're hitting bottom and we have nowhere to go but into a very glorious future. And I, I really do... Um, I really feel like we're going to our prayer very often at, at dinner time is to cleanse the earth, cleanse the water. Uh, we pray that all hearts feel the love of God through them and feel love, joy, peace and harmony. And that they lay down their arms and we live in, in the glorious Eden that God intended. And that's literally the feeling that I have that we're moving to. And a large part of it, and people get confused about this issue sometimes, but it's that we create. We are the creators. So if we vision that our world is going to be that, we're going to have the freedom that God always intended us to have, that we're going to have abundance and success in in plentitude because, you know, God created all and everything is here for us. We have plenty of food, plenty to eat. We don't don't have scarcity. That's man-made. So As we are set free, we are going to feel that abundance and we're going to feel a new wave of life and energy coming into us. And there are going to be major changes in terms of our health improving. And uh, there are all kinds of new technologies. You may be seeing some of those coming on now. But uh, very soon we're going to have, we will have free energy. We will have uh, whole new systems for medicine, which are going to be truthfully uh, on a divine plane and not on this physical level of medicine or pharmaceuticals that we use. So I just See, 2015. I mean, you know, I've seen the, uh, you know, I saw the birth of the Earth. I did, I did see uh, the changes that took place when, when it was even conceived back on December 21st, 2012, and and then 90, 90, uh, nine months later, the new Earth was born. We are in the new Earth right now, but we have not seen it we've not all seen it we've not all it's not fully manifested but it's in the process of doing that so you know for our children our grandchildren there's a glorious future that's ahead of us we don't think so right now it doesn't look that way but you can see i heard i think linda said earlier there are signs out there that those things are happening and i i really do see that coming very very soon really 
Shaman, we have about two minutes to the end of the show. What advice can you give to our listeners today who want to develop gifts that they suspect they have, uh, you know, that from your experience in developing your own? Well, first of all, we all have these gifts that I have. We all have access to all of them. So the place to begin is meditate. Meditate. And whatever method of meditation calls to you, that's the one for you to go to. I happen to have been told when I went into a bookstore that there's a book here by an Indian, and it's not Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who was the head of TM. It turned out I saw the book right there. It was my my Paramahansa Yogananda, who's my guru, who left the body in 52. I use his particular method for many, many years, but now I simply sit down and meditate. There are there are breathing techniques, walking, whatever is comfortable, get into a meditative state so you're going inside yourself and you're connecting with the divine within you. That's where it all resides, it's within you, within that silence. And start listening. Start listening and you'll start hearing the voice speaking to you. It's true, the silence. And then you, you're, and then accept the gift. Don't be afraid, or I did not want the responsibility of other people, and that's why I refused to do the work of helping others for quite a while until I finally surrendered. Surrendered is a critical word. Surrender to the divine. Surrender to that which is bigger than you and is you. So um, that, that's what I would recommend in terms of doing that. There are courses you can take. I never took courses for, for those purposes, for these abilities that came out. They just came out by, uh, by getting in touch in the way I describe. We can turn off our minds and go into our hearts. That's a, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big surrender. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is a big deal. Well, I want to thank you for being our guest today, Shaman Rai. You can find him at Shaman Rai, that's R-A-I, uh, dot com. You can sign up and get some some healings, some readings, whatever. I'm going to call you Shaman Rai because I want to see if you – I'm just dying to know what you picked <laughs> up on me. I just can't wait. I'm like a little kid in a candy store. Uh, we're going to be uh, on break for a couple weeks from our live shows. We'll have some recorded shows. We invite you guys to go and check us out on iTunes and pick up all of our Spiritual Tuesdays. There's 10 of them all together, and they cover everything from the dating to the divine. So on behalf of Military Mom Talk Radio, Powered Up Talk Radio, Motherhood Talk Radio, those are my three shows. Linda Franklin and Shaman Rai, I wish you all a very happy holiday and a very prosperous new year, and we'll see you back next season. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and 